0: Live, hey ladies and gents, are how we live? Are we, how are you? I don't think
1: we're really live. We are live, but when we are live, when but they're hearing this, it's not going to be live.
0: That joke's become so old, man. I think that every single time I'm saying <laughs> I, we're live, you always like it's oh, gonna be no, part of no, like the You gotta put it, rub it in my face. Yeah, you're just like, gonna no, look, we're not live, bro. You every single time, and then one day we'll actually
1: right. do a live show and then you can call me
0: out on it. All right. Lesson learned. I'm sorry. We're not live. <laughs> we're pre-recording. So, so on that note, hi, Sean. How are you, man? I'm not too bad. It's a wonderful
1: first day of May. The sun is shining. The sky is blue. Drink in hand. How about you?
0: Uh, same here. No, it's a gorgeous day. Lovely yeah. day. And uh, yeah, with we, were, we, we deserve that day because I think so the spring so far, especially for us here in Montreal, has been pretty pretty wet pretty yeah, shitty it, pretty gray pretty so. wet
1: cold it snowed a few days ago um it did yeah it was it's been a pretty rough spring over here so the fact that we have like this nice 18 degrees celsius weather is just like ah uh, finally i can't believe it's may 1st
0: it's may 1st like, when yeah did, when did it's that going by like, wasn't it just january?
1: january didn't we just start this podcast like a month ago
0: <laughs> no, it's going to be a year soon, in two, in two months, it's going to be it doesn't a year, feel like it's in been in July. A year. Yeah, no, it doesn't feel like
1: it's yeah. been a year at all, so it's crazy that we've come this far already, uh, super happy to have been doing this, can't wait Me for too, the, the other ones. Uh, to the yeah. listeners, uh, thank you for listening with us, uh, we talked about this on the last episode, uh, we're still going to be talking about this over the next little while, so we haven't implemented anything yet, but... Uh, if we do patreon is that something you guys are interested in and do you have any suggestions definitely reach out to us on the social medias any feedback any suggestions super appreciated and as always like subscribe follow rating spotify apple google anchor
0: yeah you know the drill housekeeping
1: we gotta do it uh fred what are you drinking today
0: I'm back to bourbon, man. Uh, so <laughs> respectful of my usual tastes, so I came back to my uh, my good Kentucky buddies. Um, but actually, I think I have I have a bottle here that I I hope you'll find accessible, because I do know that bourbon is not your forte. But um, this one is usually well coated among like people who don't really drink bourbon. I'm drinking Buffalo Trace. I'm oh, sure yeah. you've heard of it. I've heard of that one. Yeah. It's a pretty, like, intro-level bourbon, which is really good for the money. Uh, I think you can pick up the bottle, like, a little under 40 bucks, I guess, like, uh, give or take. Um, and it's a classic bourbon, but r- with a rich taste. I mean, it's not... It's 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 spicy. It's, it's a good punch in the face, like you want from a bourbon. Um, but usually you have that kind of taste with, uh, like, bottles that w- are way pricey. This one, for a... For a an entry level bottle, it's really, it's really good in terms of the taste. It, it it's it gives you your money's worth for sure. So um, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. I'm back to bourbon. What about well,
1: you? I, I can't wait to try one of these rye and one of these bourbons. So we're gonna have to remedy that over the summer. I am having a Bailey's.
0: Yeah, yep, Bailey's. So I'm just having a Bailey's.
1: Uh, first time having this on the show. Uh, I haven't had a Bailey's probably since I want to say Christmas, but it might even be longer than that. But when in doubt, when you want something that's creamy and delicious, Bailey's is pretty much your place to go to. Definitely not a drink you want to get wasted on.
0: No, no for sure. No, uh, no. On ice, right? Do you have a cube in it? Uh, I didn't want sure. to
1: put a cube in it because the microphone would probably be picking up uh, the clanking of uh, the ice cube. But normally, yes, I would put an ice cube inside of this. Uh,
0: that would be the optimal way to do it, I would say. Baileys, neat, man. All right, that's gutsy. <laughs> I know,
1: I know, I know. But it's All more right. for uh, the sake of the rec- the quality of the recording, as opposed yeah. to my own well being.
0: It's original, man. I, uh, I I dig that. All right, Thank cheers. You. On cheers that note, to you. Enjoy your Baileys. I
1: will. I will. It's always fun to have a Baileys.
0: Yeah. My girlfriend really digs Baileys. I I do too. But it's, it's just it's it depends like it. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's, it's only I, I only sweet. drink it like as a dessert cocktail, yeah. maybe, but nothing else. I can't have it like as an aperitif. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> it's
1: something. <that laughs> I, sweet. If I were to have like a really decadent like brownie, this would be like the perfect yeah. thing to have with it.
0: And yeah, like chug a uh, glass of water after it after this because your your mouth is gonna be so dry. Oh my god! <laughs> from yeah. from I'm all the have sugar, to just, like
1: yeah. dr- Down it afterwards. That's. That's an absolute certainty. <laughs> have a little bit of water afterwards. Um, we got a lot to talk about today in the A lot to talk about, yeah. It's
0: a, it's a meteor show. Uh, a lot of meat around the bone. Um, but yeah, you have a few reviews because you've been to the theaters yeah. uh, way more than I did. So <laughs> yeah. uh, what did you see in the past couple of days, uh, Sean? Uh, so
1: I've gone to the cinema and I've seen both The Northmen and Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore figured to be a good idea to go see both. Uh, I said last episode I was going to try to go to both and both I did. Um, Very different movies but I kind of came out of both of them having similar experiences of that wasn't bad. I think that was my reactions to both of them. I'll start with The Northman because everyone was just gushing about The Northman. Fantastic reviews all around. And maybe it's because I went in with seeing all these reviews, but I went out of the movie going, yeah, that wasn't bad. Uh, if I were to put a number on it and like a 7 on 10. Uh, it's n- I didn't think it was amazing or anything, but I didn't think it was bad either. It's weird at times, which it's a Robert Eggers movie. Of course, it's going to be weird. But I, th- yeah. I thought the movie didn't know if it wanted to be an art house indie movie or if it wanted it to be like Lord of the Rings or 300 because there's these like there's a few scenes of like big action and there's this like revenge plot and everything and the movie's in goes full on supernatural like the trailers make it seem like it's very grounded in like viking but it's heavily influenced by the mythology so that's mm-hmm. where things get trippy and weird and it gets a little abstract, but nowhere near as abstract as Green Knight. Um, the one thing the movie does well, though, is makes you question if you're supposed to be rooting for Alexander Skarsgård's character, Hamlet, because he's going on this revenge spree, and there's all this hate and violence. You know, violence begets more violence. And as you're watching the movie, you're like, am I supposed to be rooting for you? Mm-hmm. And... It was one of those things that I did thought was interesting. The cinematography was gorgeous. The acting was great. I just thought the movie was probably too inaccessible for its budget, which is estimated at ninety million dollars.
0: Ooh, expensive yeah. for a for yeah for for that director. It's an expensive yeah. budget. For I sure. think that yeah. movie
1: should have been in the ballpark of fifteen to twenty million dollars. So mm. for ninety million dollars, it definitely should have been more accessible for mainstream audiences uh i don't think you could do both and because of that i felt the movie didn't quite have an identity to call its own like who is this movie made for it wants to have the mass appeal of the box office, but it also wants that in the uh film festival circuit crowd so a little bit of an identity crisis overall still a really good
0: movie would definitely recommend watching it but it wasn't floored or blown
1: away by it
0: interesting uh it's on my list for streaming because what i told sean before the recording is that ebert's work i'm not a huge eggers sorry i said ebert's <laughs> eggers work i'm not a huge fan um i didn't see the witch i saw the lighthouse which i found such a weird experience so inaccessible so and ex- experimental i mean you need to be in a certain mood to to watch his films uh, as i recall and um it's not. It's not, not. It's not really my cup of tea. To be honest, I found just it's too too experimental. Too like oh, I want to be different. I want to. I want you to hate this film so much. So I'm gonna choose a, a noir genre that's supernatural and grotesque, and you're gonna love it. And I'm just not. No, I'm not yeah, that. The Northman is kind of a <laughs> in that, that stream. It's definitely dialed down, but
1: it's definitely still there. <laughs> All right. Like, if you want to but, have a uh, shaman witch guys with severed mummy heads talking to the
0: gods about prophecy, then this is the movie for you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, totally my genre. That's in my <laughs> backyard. How long is this film? By, um, by out of curiosity, I think with credits, we're looking at two twenty. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll need uh, I'll need to down a few a few drinks before <laughs> <Yeah>. seeing it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, that, but that's a good review man. Thanks no so much. Problem. And it's uh, it's it's good to have something different than just everybody saying it's like just praising its graces, it's saying that it's it's it's, it's a masterpiece of 2022. Uh which I guess is going to be more interesting grounded.
1: to say about what I have to say about Fantastic Beasts in that a lot. It's, it's, last time I checked it was still rotten on rotten tomatoes and Still, it was still in the, is yes. The lower fifties, I think, on Metacritic as well. Um, I think most people were intensely negative towards the film, whether they were bringing their own political beliefs into their reviews or not, based on the whole J.K. Rowling thing. But looking at the movie just as it is, as a movie, this is easily the best of the three.
0: That's what I've been told as well. Is that it's it's. Easily, best uh, like superior to the second yeah. one, which um, one it blows thing, it's, the it's second the one
1: out of the water. That's for sure. Yeah, and it's I thought it was better than the first one. I think the main problem this series has is that it's called Fantastic Beasts. Like Newt has almost nothing to do in this movie. Like he's in the movie a lot, but he's. The reason why he's in this movie feels very manufactured just so he can be in the movie. And he has to do this quest with this magical animal that's critical to the plot in the movie. And this is your more, like, the, the Fantastic Beasts angle. But the more interesting stuff in the movie is the political... Battle between Albus Dumbledore yeah, and, 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 Grin- Grindelwald. and Grindelwald. Yeah. And you see this parallel to... Uh, the rise of fascism in Germany. The part of the movie even takes place in Berlin in the 30s, and uh, you see how someone like Grindelwald who can use um, rhetoric and discord to gain a really loyal and dedicated following, and the parallels to Putin, Hitler, and even Trump. Like they're they're not shy about the parallel. I mean, half the movie is about rigging an election. <laughs>
0: It's great, man. Yeah. That's good stuff. And so, again, yeah. I mean, that's that's the the route they should have been taken yeah. since the very beginning of this trilogy. I mean, newt character. I mean, he's fun. I think I I, I always found him to be a little childish. Yeah. A little. I think he more would have been a. He's
1: a good intro ex- character, but he's a good intro no. character
0: for maybe a younger audience. But for for us who really, I I don't know, like I I really dig political thrillers. Uh, and seeing that atmosphere that really realistic actually Mm -hmm. like um um political shift um in in 2022 and seeing applicable to um to the wizarding world i mean this is this is really interesting and it was the best stuff of the second film i agree so um, seeing
1: how politics and like real world issues happen in the wizarding world because harry potter was so focused on like the kids and they always have this like mystery to solve but the fantastic beast when it's focused more on the bigger picture stuff you get in these these real world issues and like is the movie perfect goodness no like there's plenty of issues with the movie but i came out of it going like that was by far a huge step up i i know the box office has been disappointing for this film and overall the series yes. it's been going down each and every time but having seen this one and seeing the improvements because they have um, the harry potter writer he uh, wrote or he patched up the script let's say like you know rowling had her her story her treatment and then pass it off to steve Kloves, who wrote seven of the eight harry potter movies he didn't do order mm-hmm. of the phoenix like you can tell like it it just feels that much better the the magic feels there as well so with that in mind, I
0: really hope we get a fourth one, at least a fourth one. Is there an open door for this at the end of the movie for, an op- uh, for a for fourth film? There is a small open door,
1: but I feel like the r- film was written with a potential conclusion in mind at the same time. So if they wanted to end it, there is no cliffhanger ending. Like it does yeah. feel a little tied up in a bow. Some plot points are
0: resolved, and there's a
1: the door is open just a little bit to keep it going like it's open a jar yeah, yeah well
0: the result that the box office speak for, speaks for uh, speaks for themselves man I don't uh, know uh, I'm not optimistic we'll see, but um, no me neither which is I unfortunate think it's, it's um, the end of this Mads trilogy Mads
1: Mikkelsen crushed it
2: mm-hmm.
1: like he was I mean it's Mads Mikkelsen
2: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so like it's it's a little frustrating to see a course correction and a positive course correction and to see how that might not lead anywhere
0: yeah yeah but there's a lot going against this
1: movie i mean you have the stigma around the johnny depp trial leading into it from the last movie you have everything with jk rowling on twitter you have ezra miller right now like there's a lot of yeah, things in the pr field that <laughs> make this movie very hard to sell to mainstream artists. it's true it's true yeah
0: and zero marketing i mean this film i mean i f- i think they they released the title the poster and the trailer i would say like what maybe two months before yeah, maybe it february? comes out february? maybe yeah
1: january or I february think. and it came out in yeah. april very yeah. short marketing window
0: very short and yeah. for Top a Gun's Harry Potter verse film <laughs> yeah for a Harry Potter verse yeah film, exactly. that, which yeah. is crazy it, yeah it's
1: it's a little wild but what can we do what can we do what have you been watching right, so I know you haven't been to the movies but you've been on the you've been watching some TV
0: yes been watching some TV. <laughs> that, that's that's I think my my new life now because of like a, a busy a, a bit a busy young shark in Montreal, I don't have time to go to the theaters anymore. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on business trips and whatnot, so I'm just like, shit, I can't find time to do theaters as much as I, I as I would before. So, yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of TV for sure. Um, so as everybody knows, I think we talked about this a few episodes ago, but yeah, I'm watching the Halo TV show. Uh, we'll do a recap once the the show is done, but um, keep uh, I'm still watching it. But since I'm paying 10 bucks a month for Paramount Plus, I'm saying, well, I should discover what the platform has to offer. I mean, I don't just want to watch Halo and be done with it. So, I looked at it, and have you heard of the TV series The Offer, based on the production of The Godfather?
1: Yes, 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 yeah. I have um, Miles Teller and Matthew Good.
0: Yeah, exactly. So basically it's the behind the scenes like uh, story of the making of the the Godfather the Godfather films. So you have like these these actors playing the the the, the live version of Mario Puzo who's the author of The Godfather, Francis Ford Coppola who's the director, uh, all the producers at Paramount and you'll uh, I'm. I'm. Allowed, you'll be introduced to the new uh, the, the the people who actually will play the Al Pacinos and Marlon Brando's of this, uh, <laughs> in their own verse, um, and it's 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 cool actually. It's not bad, but I know it's not for everyone because you need to be like a, a true film geek uh. to really appreciate the, the the subtle things in a show like this because there's nothing exceptional. It's just about a bunch of producers and writers talking about an impossible project. But so it's one of those cool. Like if you I mean, like
1: the the source material and you like the behind the scenes stuff this is probably like catnip but if you're not exactly. into it, it's it's just talking
0: exactly so i guess i wouldn't recommend this to everybody so if you recognize yourself hearing this that you really really love the godfather and you, you you admire Francis Ford Coppola's work. Uh, you're interested about the behind the scenes, how the movie was made, the actors involved, and whatnot. I mean, this is pretty good, actually. There's really good talent involved. seller and Matthew Goody are killing it in this film. There's they're really they're having a blast. They're like producers from the 70s. They're like it's bling bling <laughs> everywhere. I mean, no limits. Drug, alcohol, everything is like done on set. Basically, the mob, was, set, involved basically. In the, the mob the was involved. Right? Frank Sinatra is involved, man. Yeah. Frank Sinatra had huge problems with the, the Godfather production, and I think he almost threatened, like, to send the mafia against the the, the producers of the film um, because basically he was insulted because the character in the Godfather that everybody knows as Johnny Fontaine, who's like the um, um was like a protege of the Godfather, he was a rising singer in Hollywood, um is based on uh, is supposed to be based on Frank Sinatra mm-hmm. who had ties with the 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 Italian mafia. And he was so pissed about the comparison that I I think he actually ordered the mafia to, like, send a warning to, to kill some of the so crew. Or Sinatra not kill was out.
1: upset that there was a yeah. character in this movie that had connections to the mob and Sinatra's knee-jerk reaction is to go to the mob. <laughs>
0: Exactly. <laughs> the, which is so funny. It's so, uh, which is so, yeah. Yeah. Which, no, it's, 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 yeah. So, I would say, like, so Italian mob of these years, like, so, so sopranos of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, but, how um, dare you yeah. slander me? Let me
1: go do the yeah. very thing that you're telling me, accusing that you're me telling of. Me to exactly,
0: yeah. which is so fun. But, yeah, it's 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 good. It's not bad. I mean, I'm two two episodes in right now. I think there's three episodes available on Empowerment Plus as we speak. Uh, but it's good. It's it's quite nice. And I was able also just to scroll and watch Jackass forever. <laughs> I haven't seen the fourth Jackass. So yeah, I've, I've never I've watched been a fan this. of
1: Jackass, so that's oh, a skip for me. Well,
0: Ish. You need to yeah you need to I mean respect it for what it is I suppose yeah, yeah. but it's uh, it's still yeah it's still stupid but good fun. You know what I um, started watching so, yeah.
1: on uh, on Crave, uh, so HBO yeah, well, Max
0: for the American
1: listeners here, but right up your alley like you would love it. Watch it later tonight, Tokyo Vice. I
0: yeah with yeah. um um Until uh, good, it's, uh, Ken Watanabe uh, 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 Ken Watanabe yeah uh, produced the cool
1: by Tokyo Michael Vice, Mann. Yeah
2: first episode is oh, wow.
1: directed by Michael Mann and then the rest of the episodes are
0: directed by the guy who did Shang-Chi.
1: It's so up your alley. Like you would love this show. I,
0: I, I know. I've seen I, I've seen it on Crave. Uh, I mean like just like when I'm scrolling I'm, I'm seeing it but I didn't start it yeah, yet. No, I, I know I should. Show. It's, it's just, a new show. <laughs> it's a me show. Okay. Yeah, like, so
1: uh, um, Ansel Egger learned Japanese for the role. Like the first episode I think is 60% Japanese. Uh, and Eger, he was learning it phonetically so he could just like repeat the lines. But he actually started learning Japanese just so he can improvise lines in Japanese.
0: Wow! Like his That's Japanese
1: cool. sounds so incredibly fluent. Uh, he plays a uh, a Gaijin, if you will, as they call him. A Gaijin. Uh, yeah, he plays a from gaijin, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> um, a gaijin. Gaijin. Yeah. He plays a the first white. Journalist working at a major Tokyo newspaper, and he ends up—he wants to be like this investigative journalist, but they keep telling him like, "No, like there is no crime in Tokyo." Like, report on the the reports, and eventually he ends up inadvertently uh, investigating the yakuza.
2: Oof.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good luck to him. <laughs> so,
1: and it's based on a true story. Uh, the Tokyo Vice is the name of the book that was the, the final product. The, the guy that uh, wrote the book, uh, he's a producer on the show as well. Uh, and a film in Tokyo. Like the, I think the, one of the more interesting things about the show is this behind the scene look at the culture.
0: Mm. Like Which is so so good because again I think I'm trying to refer to all the movies I've seen in my life that like actually do show Japanese culture but Japan has such a rich environment for filmmaking Mm -hmm. Um, I I, I don't know I know that our good buddy Alex Callard has like a huge crush on this film but um, you remember Lost in Translation by Sofia Coppola Bill Murray that was so good yeah and I think that was one of the first movies that really I think takes a deep dive into like Tokyo Cuddle. Culture, Japanese culture, and us Westerners like how t- we're trying to adapt living among them because um, it's supposed to be really like a Western culture, well not a Western culture, but I mean a Western influence culture mm-hmm. more than China. Where East
1: and West definitely
0: clash. Exactly, but it's so traditional in a lot of ways, and I mean you can think about movies about samurai for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean the, the 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 Kurosawa movies from uh, from the. The 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 uh, is it the 60s or well, even uh, 50s 40s, 60s, 60s yeah. 70s yeah exactly and uh, but yeah uh, Tokyo Vice uh, so it's, it's Tokyo Vice that's the name of mm-hmm. the okay it's on my list for sure yeah. I've seen it it looks incredible great talent involved in Michael my- Michael Mann Michael Jesus Mann. it's I been mean, a while
1: since he's done he's, anything eh.
0: Black Hat was his last, which was well, d- which was a stinker. Yeah, but,
1: yeah. but I think he did the other HBO show with uh Hoffman, right, with the,
0: the horse racing, the jockey horses. Oh, maybe, yeah, uh, possibly. But yeah, he's been he's been quiet. He's been for quiet for the past couple yeah, of which years. which is because
1: Michael Mann is one of those directors. Like you watch a Michael Mann movie, you know you're watching a Michael Mann movie.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great talent yeah. Uh, with sound, especially with sound. I'm sound trying to recall movies like Heat, yeah. Collateral. I think that, that, that like those are his two best films, I would say. Yeah. Collateral and Heat. Collateral and Heat is probably uh, his two
1: best for sure. I, I would definitely agree with that. I've always been a a big defender of Miami Vice 2006.
0: Uh, I haven't watched this movie for, since for so long. Jesus, I need to revisit that. I, I don't re- even remember watching under, it. Yeah. I think
1: it's definitely misunderstood.
0: Colin Farrell and Jamie Foxx yeah, the duo. Um yeah, I'll give it a shot. So, yeah, man. Okay, that's uh, See uh, yeah, so that so a Plus? lot of TV. Uh not yet. I'll keep you posted. I'll keep scrolling. Uh I mean, but again, there's start, so much um,
1: 1883 i am s- very curious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. the, we- the western, right, yeah. with uh,
1: Sam Sam Elliot. Elliot? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm very yeah. curious about that. Uh, there's a new Star Trek show starting on Paramount as well I think this week uh, Strange New Worlds
0: Star Trek ex- apart from the movies man I've lost I, I, I never I, I think that going into the TV shows would be too, so time consuming for me I couldn't risk it so I, I prefer just sticking to the movies mm-hmm. maybe it's like uh, like people will call me a, her- a heretic or like it's unorthodox to do it but because most of the best Star Trek materials is on TV, not not in the movies. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I I decided not to jump on the Star Trek wagon for TV at least. I, I so
1: d- I got into Discovery when it started, but I haven't pursued it much further. I, I did like half of season two, but after a while, I, I felt like the show just kind of I don't know. I lost interest in it.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah I would I, I think the same thing would happen for, to me too so yeah no Star Trek it's uh, it's a no- go for me uh, except for the movies um, but yeah and uh, what else has been happening this week and we talked briefly about it is uh, the cinemacon yeah. you can just wrap I really it's wish still I was, happening
1: I think it's either wrapped today or wrapped yesterday um, I haven't seen anything in the news but to be fair I haven't really been on the internet today but yeah. definitely <laughs> wish I was at CinemaCon and maybe one day we'll be able to go there. By the way, I applied for the Montreal Comic-Con for those listening. Yeah. Uh, so I'm waiting for the green light on that. Fred, you're going to be applying for that?
0: Yeah, 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 no, for sure. I uh, I want to be there. It's a great audience. I would be so I would be so so I, I would be so bummed out to miss this opportunity. Yeah. I mean, this is a good opportunity to record live. Uh, yeah, I mean, I if so. the the sound environment allows us uh, to do so, but um, it would be a great a cool thing. I mean, we've been to uh, Comic-Con once or twice together, yeah. we had always a good time. It's a, it's it's a good occasion to spend crazy stupid dollars on the memorabilia and yeah. collectibles, <laughs> but uh, maybe this will happen again this maybe, year. But yeah. yeah, it'd be
1: nice if we we'll, can one day do like something like CinemaCon cuz there's a ton of information that gets revealed there that is closed doors. Like this stuff doesn't go on the internet like at uh, San Diego Comic-Con where for, uh yeah. Star Wars celebration, which is happening in a few weeks, uh, CinemaCon is behind closed doors. the The best we get is the small press releases that we get to hoggle yeah. over. Like John Wick Four, I think they revealed the the cast.
0: Yeah, I think they did. They, I think they they showed some footage for one action scene, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Again, behind closed John, doors. John. But John, John Wick four again? Yeah, I don't want to read too much or see too much of it. I, I want to keep it a, a yeah. surprise because I, I it's, it's such good fun just to discover like the the, the new cor- um, fight choreographies for the first time on the big screen. So I want to save that pleasure for for later. Um, but I think a debate or a debate, uh, not a debate, but the discussion we can have because I don't think we've discussed the movie. This, i would call it this franchise even if it's one film um, since we we started the podcast but avatar 2 yeah. I, I would say avatar 2 and 3 at least because i know there's a third film also I think they, did they works, film the but fourth but. one as well <laughs> so yeah. james cameron is an interesting character but i mean what we've been reading about avatar 2 for so long so i love i think i'm losing grasp of what's what's false and what's true about the production why did it took him so long? Why did it take him so long to? F- to I
1: know it kept like continuously
0: getting delayed, and it got just the technology
1: wasn't right. The script wasn't right. And then he had to delay it some more. And then I think the Fox Disney merger delayed it more again. And then Avatar two became Avatar two, three, four, and five. And I think he was, I think he filmed two movies at the same time, if I'm not mistaken. Like, I think he filmed three at the same time.
0: So, well, basically he just has like massive uh, – like a massive data bank of like footage, like <laughs> CGI or just 3D footage that he just likes – he's just stockpiling on and he'll do like three movies yeah. out of them. Yeah, so I don't know.
1: even know. Um, but, but they, yeah, they revealed the title. I don't even think I remember the title of it. The Way of Water? I don't remember
0: the title either. Yeah, yeah I think it's The, the Way, Way of, of Water. Water. Exactly, and, yeah. And
1: uh, they released four images – the trailer will debut exclusively with Doctor Strange before going online
0: a week later.
2: So the only uh, way you can see the
0: trailer b- is on the big screen for the first week. On the big screen. Yeah. Well, I think it's it's I think it's wise because it, it's Avatar. I mean, I do. Jeez, oh, it was 13 years ago. It's, yeah, it's 2009. So long, but I I yeah. I, but I do remember seeing it theaters for sure, and it was such a cool experience. It launched a whole 3D vibe in theaters, which lasted a few years. Yeah. But um, it was it was such a cool experience in theaters that film. I, I still even if it was it was pretty unoriginal in terms of the script and the story that the visuals were it was still something else. and I think it still is. As, as we just
1: said before, it was a really cool experience. That's what yeah, avatar was. I think that's what drove the hype up to become the, the most successful movie at the box office. Was everyone was like, "Oh, you have to see this movie in 3D. You have to see it." And at the end of it, I actually tried rewatching Avatar on Disney Plus not too long ago. I got bored. It's not that good. I got bored. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the visuals are stunning. There's no doubt about it. The story and the acting, eh, not great. Not great. Yeah. So I see this Avatar two stuff, and then I see like there's gonna be like four more after that and i'm kind of just going like yeah cool i guess like i thought that ship sailed and i've been working on this avatar article like for months now it's just been like in the draft Um, (laughs) i've been like intentionally like holding it off but avatar is one of those weird things where it's it's the most successful movie of all time financially Go to any convention. Who's wearing Avatar? Is it still
0: is this still the case? Though I mean, with all, it's it's still the most successful film of all time. Okay,
1: it was briefly Avengers, but they re-released it in China, and it bumped back to number one. Okay, but yeah, like it's it's the top dog, daddy, and it has been for some time. You never see anyone wearing an Avatar shirt. You you never hear or like go to like your buddy's place and he's got an Avatar. Pop Funko uh, you yeah. never see the Avatar books at the bookstore like Avatar has no presence in the Zero. pop yeah. culture lexicon if you will it has no, no cultural true. impact apart from making tons of money
0: it's fascinating yeah. it, it is it's 100% true nobody cares about Avatar it's been 13 years yeah. and that's the thing so like,
1: will Avatar 2 how like I don't think Avatar 2 is going to be the most successful movie of all time
2: no
0: how much lower do you think it'll be i don't know because again I'm, I'm sure james cameron is not stupid no like i i this guy is a force of nature um i mean even like outside his work in in cinema i mean what the, in terms of scientific research special effects so I'm my my speculation is that he has something in store for these films is in terms of the the visual concept and the visual ambiance and environment of the film. So he's gonna say, okay, like I reinvented cinema with the first Avatar. I'm gonna try to do the same with the second one, but I won't say too much about it. So I I, I guess that maybe that's what we can hope for because if it's still the same, well say the same maybe like like slightly better graphics from 20 from the first one with like a a new story um if it's that it's it's like i don't know what he's expecting i mean people won't go won't jump or go back in theaters especially post pandemic to see avatar 2 are we do we
1: still care about 3d
0: (laughs) once in a while we did but I think after, but, but everybody like, like Will we
1: still care? Like when Avatar comes out, and they're like the IMAX screening is going to be in 3D. Are we prioritizing that, or do we just go no, nah, Just I'll go, I'll go see it in regular.
0: For Avatar, you know what? I could uh, I'll see it in 3D. Yeah. Avatar, but nothing else because I. Uh, At least Avatar was filmed the mis- in 3D. <laughs> yeah exactly but the mistake the mistake the industry made after avatar i think it's a period between i would say what 2010 to 2014 yeah i was maybe? thinking like around 15 we had like those th- yeah we had those 3d gla- real 3d glasses for all blockbusters and i'm just why i mean most of these movies were not filmed just in 3d they were i guess converted uh, 3d yeah and the, the only thing about 3d is you lose what
1: Thirty percent uh, screen luminosity at the same time, mm-hmm. so screen becomes darker. And if it's not filmed in 3D, and I can think of three movies up the top of my head that were filmed in 3D: Avatar, Life of Pi, and Hugo.
0: Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Lou Hugo. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do remember Hugo uh, in 3D. Any, that
1: was good. anything else was post converted 3D. And Life of Pi 3D, 3D was fantastic. By the way, like I yeah. don't like 3D. Life of Pi in 3D. Ang Lee just understood how to yeah. use that to tell a story.
0: I like 3D for the right movies, mm-hmm. but not for all your everyday blockbusters, because for a long, especially for a long film, uh, John Pack with action, I think you, ju- you just have a headache, and you or yeah. just like, oh, you need to remove them at some point. The Hobbit I tried experimenting
1: right with uh, the faster frame rate to try and make oh, 3 yeah, better. I saw the first Hobbit movie in 3D, and I was like, mm
0: nope. The frame the rate first was, one, so yeah, was so weird. So bizarre, the f- especially the first one. I think yeah. they corrected it for the second, yeah. the two others. But I the first one was. Av- yeah, I need was to a look into watch.
1: it. Uh, don't quote me on this, everyone. But if I'm not mistaken, the Avatar, m- the sequels are going to be at a higher frame rate. So what's I think sixty. No, not six. Sixty. So that's that's fast. Okay, yeah. sixty frames per second. I think second. sixty frames a second. Uh, for reference, the Hobbit, the first Hobbit movie was least, forty-eight. It was forty-eight. Seven. And your standard projection yeah. is twenty four. What the hell, sixty? Yeah, sixty Jesus. is how fast uh, sports gets presented, so the camera doesn't blur when the camera snaps. Like if you're watching like a, a soccer game or a basketball game or a hockey
0: game, yeah, the broadcast is on sixty frames a second. But how how much money like theaters are willing to spend for this? Because again, it's like this will necessit will need you'll need new a camera, you'll need new a new projector, project- yeah. You need a, an entire new projector for this, yeah. so I'm just like, how much the industry is willing to pay for all of those projectors in all the theaters in North America and even like outside in yeah. America? I mean, Jesus Christ,
1: just for it's well, a crazy it, amount for of money.
0: Five movies.
1: Let's assume that he releases an Avatar movie a year for the next five years. So, well, four years because it'll be four sequels: so two, three, four, and five. Is yeah? Is it worth it? Like, I don't know. Um, maybe know. I'm a little pessimistic towards the Avatar films. No,
0: it's it's a fair question, man. It's I mean it's been 13 years since the first one, and like you said, nobody really cares or discuss Avatar, and they, they're not stupid. So I'm I'm curious again. They know all this better than us. If they're releasing these movies, there there's a reason. So yeah. I'm just okay. I'm gonna wait. Maybe yeah. J- I'll Jinx wait until Cameron's I see the uh,
1: the trailer, and then yeah. we can come back to this conversation once we've actually had eyes on it. Yeah. But I'm very even at this point I I saw the images and I'm like they look nice. Like that the water looks great. Um that CG looks great and I, I I see that it debuted footage at CinemaCon and I hear the footage looks beautiful. And I'm there like do I care? Like I'm I'm sort of like, (laughs) my reaction is sort of shrug like, okay. Like, so the, so the CGI looks good. (laughs) Like,
0: (laughs) well, we expected, we expected this, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, I don't know. Like video games look great too. That's true. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see, but at this point I'm kind of like,
0: we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'm not on the hype train right now. And regarding the other teasers or the other films that they've showed, like sh- footage. Um, I know Mission so, Impossible yeah, was said, one of them. They they, see, they they shown footage or just shared a title? Uh, they showed the footage as well. I tried to stay oh, okay, away from good. it, but I,
1: I, I did see that they showed uh, some footage and apparently it's bonkers
0: yeah it's supposed to be but again I mean it's, it's the, are we surprised nah. every single new Mission Impossible movie Tom Cruise is always able to outdo himself again poor guy so, needs to like
1: yeah. not make sure he doesn't die for entertainment
0: <laughs> for sure or he needs somebody like to follow in his footsteps to deliver the same kind of entertainment yeah. I don't know who will that be yeah it's but, called
1: uh, 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 Dead Reckoning Part 1 so this movie I guess yeah. will have a cliffhanger ending
0: Interesting though. I mean, yeah, so Mission Impossible is going to do the part 1 part 2 thingy. Uh now it's it's yeah. Okay. I thought everybody was done with this uh because I know that We're, Harry Potter yeah. seven launched that trend then Hunger Games had that trend and I think Twilight had that trend, but now it's we
1: been a pause, while, but so, now we have two yeah. in one year. Yeah. Well, no, wait, uh, Mission Impossible's not out this year, but we got one this year. We got um across the spider verse part one
0: yeah yeah but this is a different i you know okay maybe i'm i don't know if it's stupid to say but i don't this for animation for some weird reason i don't know maybe i don't see this as a big deal but i i guess it is i would say it's like part one part because it's still like you're taking the amount of screen time and
1: you're cutting the story in half and then like technically Dune did it
0: as well yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah,
1: Dune yeah. Part One and we'll get yeah. Doom Part Two next year pending delays. Uh, but it's just
0: that Dune was always promoted as Dune, not yeah. Dune Part One. They they added the part one that uh, like when it was released, but yeah. Yeah, but
1: uh, when you put yeah. the movie in uh, the the opening credits says Dune Part One. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, sure. So they committed to yeah, that yeah. and like we're we're supposed to get part two and thankfully we are. Um, yeah for Mission Impossible I would imagine that means like the stakes must be huge in this one and I mean the mm. stakes have always been huge in the Mission Impossibles but I'm going to assume that it, things are going to get really intense and whoever the villain character is knee-jerk reaction is the villain wins the first movie
0: yeah yeah, uh, 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 Avengers Infinity War, Infinity yeah, War style exactly.
1: Yeah. so we get some sort of like big showdown and then Ethan's gonna be uh, at his uh, the lowest he's ever been and then he'll have to like regroup for part two
0: I think that Mission Impossible exactly like the James Bond franchise I mean that each movie needs I think a better or th- like to, to have a really significant like terrifying villain and I think from the past few movies this has been lacking because I, I, I do think that like the MI films deserve better villains. Yeah, I mean, I like Sean um, Harris, but Sean oh. Harris was okay, but not threatening. I I think I I, I liked um, Henry Cavill's villain better than Sean Harris' villain, to be honest. Um, I like Philip Seymour Hoffman. I think remains the best villains mm-hmm. of the Mission Impossible franchise uh, from MI three. Um, John Boyd in the first one was nice as well, yeah. but yeah, I think that I they do
1: villain. I wasn't a big fan of. Um, uh, I feel really bad for forgetting his name, but the guy who played a uh, Swedish uh, Mikael Blomqvist from Dragon Tattoo.
0: Yeah, I I forgot his name as well, but yeah, he passed away yeah. uh, a few years ago. But yeah, I thought he was uh, a, um, yeah disappointing. Th- villain. Yeah,
1: not particularly a great blend. villain. A villain in an otherwise per movie.
0: I know. Yeah. So. I I don't know. I I haven't seen the 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 um, the cast and crew list for Mission Impossible 7, but I do I've been avoiding hope it as well.
1: I know Haley Atwell's is
0: it? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine that though, like a, a lady like to be the 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 villain for Mission Impossible. That would be good. That would be great. They didn't do that. Yeah. No, that would be it. great.
1: Yeah. It's all been uh yeah. it's all been dudes so far.
0: It's all been dudes. Well, the first one there's a well, uh, yeah. yeah. There's, yeah, there's a, f- a, revel- a revelation, yeah. which points to uh, an antagonist female. But the, others, the plays other... plays off films, again yeah.
1: and, uh, the last one uh, with Vanessa Kirby's character, who is her niece.
0: But she's good. She's yeah. good at the end. Yeah, but she's good at the end of the film. But uh, I wasn't referring to that character. But yes, I, I do Max. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, which was a good... A good uh, a good little wink to the first one. I did like that they did that in Fallout, yeah. that she she was the daughter of the, the arms dealer yeah, from the, the first daughter. film. I was like, that's cool, that's cool. You're like, that's a nice little... And they expression. actually look alike. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's cool is that Vanessa Kirby and the uh, Vanessa Redgrave, I think, yeah. the original actress was, they do look alike. You, you, you I was buy like, that's it. great, yeah. that's good.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, super so. set of Mission Impossible. I'm upset that it's not coming out this year. We do get no. Top Gun Maverick this month, though. It's this speaking month. of Tom Cruise, so... I've been waiting for that movie since like 2019. Super happy that I get to finally see it. Wasn't at CinemaCon. Doesn't matter. Just wanted to throw in some Top Gun love.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. And the, the I think everybody was wowed by the, the footage they've seen. Yeah, because I think Top the Gun press Maverick.
1: got to go see it on Friday, I think. Like the major press, like variety and things like that
0: we're not and there. everybody i think is like wow yeah. this is great
1: this looks like a movie yeah. that you'll want to go see in IMAX oh for sure yeah. nothing nef- nothing else nothing else like IMAX I, I, and that's it yeah. like the bigger the screen the better which when movies can say that proudly like it just makes me more excited to go see it because it's it's not just the movie it's the movie and the experience at the same time you can tell that the filmmakers they wanted to deliver something that would like transcend cinema and sticking those IMAX cameras on to stunt planes and flying them really fast. I'm like, sign me up.
0: No, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm sure all of you like in the audience, you've been to the theaters a bunch of times since we started. But I mean, if you're waiting for an experience to go back to theaters, I think Top Gun Maverick is your pick. I mean, it's going to be like the roller coaster movie. Yeah. yeah. And they, again, exa- like it's uh, as he usually does, Tom Cruise is actually flying planes in this. Yeah. Because he's a madman. He is. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. He he learned to. So uh, I, I maybe he's not doing everything himself, but he's still doing a, a lot of the scenes he's actually piloting. Yeah. The craft. Because that's so bonkers. This is. This dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Top Gun will have uh, plenty of time to discuss this when it's uh, when it opens up. Yeah, we'll have um, a Doctor
1: Strange uh, this weekend, so we'll be talking yes, about that. I guess in next episode.
0: Yeah, done deal, man. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm I'm gonna try to you know what grab this one in the U.S. because yeah, next yeah. week. I'm gonna be in Chicago, so I think I'm, I'll try to go see in the theaters uh, in the U.S. That would be so nice. Yeah, I'll try to grab uh, Doctor Strange in the U.S. That would be cool. You no, know you should do just be
1: fun to say that the show has been like in the U.S. But you should do like in uh, like get back to the hotel and do like a, a five-minute episode <laughs> and just like <laughs> upload it as like a, a reactionary. Like I'm in the states, and like here it's just like really yeah, it's just to be like just like geotag us in the states. <laughs>
0: It's gonna be uh, iPhone audio quality, but sure, yeah, I can do that <laughs> if I, if it's not too late, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, it could for be sure. an idea.
1: Uh, I don't think there's much else on the for CinemaCon that we can talk about no. because so much of it was behind closed doors. Um, yeah. One thing I know we'll talk about towards the end of the month, as I mentioned before, but Star Wars Celebration will be on May 27th. Well. It's, it's that the day weekend, of yeah. yeah. But that, May twenty seventh will be the the big day, and like, I'll be at work that day. Fred will be working that day. Don't tell yeah. my boss, but I'm sure I'll have a a second window open with my headphones plugged in, and I'll be at least listening to it while I'm working at the same time.
0: I'll try <laughs> yeah, as well, try but it. I I think I'll just wake up super 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 early to watch Obi one like the two the two episodes yeah. before I go to work if possible. I wanted I want to watch it on, a, on my big ass TV, oh, yeah. <laughs> not on my computer. So um, I'm just gonna yeah, watch it no, in the evening. To I'm, I'm
1: gonna try to do both, uh, like after work in the evening, have dinner, just sit down, and relax. Don't have to worry about waking up early and being tired. That's usually how I do it with the Disney movies. Like that's where I've been watching Moon Knight in the evening. So super pumped about Kenobi. I hope that they because with Star Wars Celebration they keep losing the movies right like we lost rogue squadron and we, we lost benioff and weiss and i'm pretty sure the ryan johnson trilogies toasts um so i hope that they come out and it's not just like the disney plus shows i hope they go mm-hmm. like we have they have the taiko Td movie that's in the works which who knows what it's about so maybe we'll learn a bit about that but i hope they come out and they're like yeah like we know rogue squadron ain't a thing but like i think they need um something to get the fans excited for like if Taika comes out and he's like i'm gonna make this movie about like this weirdo and this robot and they're adventuring i think people will be excited for the taika Watiti movie in the star wars universe but if they come out and they're like yeah we're doing like a darth revan movie i think everyone will freak out
0: do you, do you speculate that they'll do something like that? They'll do something like a, a old Republic. They'll announce like an old Republic film.
1: The optimist in me says yes, the pessimist in me says never and um, well maybe not never but because they're they're all up in that high Republic thing that they're doing right now. but I don't see them doing Old Republic and I definitely don't see them doing anything ever with um, a villain lead. And I know Revan straddles mm. that line between hero and villain, and I think that's why it might be a little difficult. But can you imagine if they just come out and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna do like a Revan movie," or, or here's like a Darth Bane TV show"? Everyone would. Darth
2: Bane TV everyone show. Everyone would yeah.
1: love that. Like, the the fans would just go nuts. But I don't. I don't know. That, I think that's the right play to do. To. Make the fan base happy, but I, I don't see Disney having the cojones to do that.
0: Probably right. Um, but yeah, we can save Star Wars for um, a next few episodes yeah. because when Obi Wan shows up, we're gonna have a, a lot of things to oh, say. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll have weeks and weeks just dedicated. Yeah, to well, that so whenever that episode
1: comes out, when we'll have the celebration and the Kenobi, we'll probably just do the whole episode on Star Wars. The so whole episode on on Obi Wan, <laughs> yeah. yeah, for
0: sure. Um, but before we close, uh, there's one more subject I wanted to um to touch with you. Um and again oh, yeah. not to uh-huh. go into the nitpicks of um I mean like the the rumors, the gossip, what we've been reading in the press, but um Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial. Never heard of it. Uh, and <laughs> never it's been it's been mediatized as hell, man. it's almost like there was the same thing for OJ Simpson back in <laughs> no, early nineties. So uh, no, yeah, It's been hard. Been, I not mean, there's to, uh, TikToks uh, on that. it. Yeah, there's been TikToks on it, uh, video, YouTube recaps, uh, legal arguments, and whatnot. But I think from our like from our podcast perspective, I guess what the the main questions that um, can come out of it is maybe talking about the careers of both Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and what the effect of this trial might be for both of them. Um, and maybe we can start with the obvious one being Johnny Depp because his, his career was pretty much put like to f- like stopped to a halt basically after, after twenty eighteen I would yeah, say
1: had, pretty much. Well, he had he had a few things but not big. He had, he had big. Crimes of Grindelwald that came out, and he had that other movie, Pattinson was in it the, as well. Um, Barbarians the, at
0: the gate or something. The Barbarians at the gate, yeah, and he called. had that. Um, Tupac movie, uh, oh, applies, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, that like nobody saw. <laughs> nobody saw, and it was really super, like really late. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Seeing like all the support from like from everyone, basically for for Johnny Depp's cause, I'm just thinking, I know, you know what? If this actually pans his way, I'm not speculating. Actually, don't know how the trial's gonna end, but you know what? I think actually he might pull this off and be able to come back. I'm sure he can.
1: If he if the judge rules in his favor and like he's allowed to work again though, do you think anyone would hire him because there's so much PR around him? Like would Depends it be a bad who, guess, PR move to hire like Johnny Depp at least in the first 2 years?
0: Again, working in PR, I think it's all a question of how you spin this. But if you say we're hiring Johnny Depp not because of like who what he's done, who he is, but actually for his talent. And we think that he deserves a second chance considering the ruling of the court. um Then, yeah, I mean, we'll do a movie with him. Um, well, will Johnny Depp still so,
1: be a, a profitable name?
0: That's a, that's a good question though. I'm not sure, but saying what, what really, I wouldn't say got me surprised that it, it was really how much he was actually attached to the Jack Sparrow character because mm-hmm. I always had a feeling that he didn't like playing in the mo- the Pirates movies that much I think he had li- he asked like crazy amounts of money for the f- last film it was always late he gave the impression he didn't care but he did actually say I wanted to do Pirate Six and I wanted to d- give Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean like a proper goodbye and you know what again this is pure speculation I think maybe this is over the top. But I'm pretty sure he'll put the money himself and say, Okay, I'll do my Pirate Six myself. I'll d i will I need Disney's blessings for sure. But I mean I'll direct it, I'll I'll find a team, whatnot, but I'll do this movie. I'll I'll do Pirate Six. I think that's a like wild just,
1: assumption. <laughs>
0: it is yeah. wild, but I mean if he's able to persuade the, the right amount of people to support him, I'm sure he's able to do it. But isn't there another but, Pirates movie like in
1: production right now with Margot Robbie? Uh, no, the, there's the Barbie film. I think there's Pirates a Pirates film. movie with Robbie uh, in the works as well. Like a spin-off. Uh, I didn't see that. Yeah, look it up. I, I I'm, pretty su- I'm not sure if it's uh, moving forward or not, but pretty sure that it, there's it's a spin-off a w-
0: in the works. It's a wild assumption for sure. Maybe it's a little too crazy, but I'm um, again, uh, it's just that looking at all the gossip, I know... That it's not the the industry speaking, it's not directors and the producers speaking, but I guess like yeah, they're being interesting. Johnny Depp would quiet. be hot as shit after this. Uh, Johnny Depp will be hot as shit after this. I'm just like, well, I mean, he f- he's, he's he's sober, he finished his rehab, he's proven not guilty of anything. I mean, I guess yeah, he could come back. I guess yeah. it, it needs the right director and the right producers to let him. Come back, but I, I can I think he still can. I mean, and think about guys like Robert Downey Jr. before he came back to Iron Man. I mean, this guy was like huge rehab, rock huge, bottom, huge yeah. rock club. Yeah, it was rock bottom. I mean, Johnny Depp can be the same thing. Like at 55, 56, he can, he can come back. I, yeah. I'm sure he can. So, but then, we'll see. I mean, it's like Johnny Depp had a
1: pretty impressive career as an actor. Like, you look at his filmography, I think it speaks for itself. Like, Many of them are classics. There's no
0: doubt about yeah. that. Um, what happens In with their th- own genre, though, I would say. Yeah. Sorry to cut you. I would say in their own genre because Johnny Depp is one of those actors who's been, I think, because of his good relationship with Tim Burton, is he always kind of appeared in the same kind of films, at Especially
1: least for the for past the 2010s. 10 or 15 yeah. years. But you look at like, yeah. his older movie, like What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Like fantastic yeah. movie. No, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but really mostly good, and good films. Enemies, yeah, I found I thought that movie was one of his best performances. We're talking about Michael Mann.
0: Michael Mann, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, I was going to pose the same question for you, but for Amber Heard because she—I don't think she's done anything since Aquaman.
0: Nope, not that I I'm aware f- of. Oh, small things, I think small things. But no, I guess like after Aquaman. Again, you told me that sh- there's a rumor that they cut a lot of her scenes for the yeah, second Aquaman per film.
1: TMZ, so take that with well, what you yeah, will. A, <laughs> <Who knows? laughs> with a grain of salt. With, yeah. a, with a humongle grain of salt. But per, I think it was TMZ, The her role has been substantially
0: reduced in the upcoming Aquaman movie. Again I don't want to take sides in this trial but it's right now it's just public opinion is not on her side man not at all so I'm just curious as to how because there's been pretty damaging revelations on her I mean Depp, on, Je- on Depp as well mm-hmm. but I think that it was the mo- the focus is mo- mostly on her. So I I don't know. I think because she never had that much of a big humongous career to speak of. Yeah. To be honest, but even okay, put Aquaman aside. She Amber Heard has never been like this superstar to be honest. She's mostly like a B-movie kind of actress, yeah, I would
1: say. First movie that comes to mind is Never Back Down. <laughs>
0: Yeah, or uh, machete, uh, <laughs> machete Kills. I haven't <laughs> seen Machete Kills, so I could. I, it's not good. Yeah, it doesn't it's even like don't register it, for me. I think she was in Drive Angry
1: with Nick Cage. Yeah. So, like, nothing angry, particularly she was, like. Um, she was in
0: Pineapple Express. She was uh, Seth Rogen's girlfriend. I forgot Pineapple about Express.
1: So The point yeah. of the, the story is it's a lot of kind of like forgettable. Yeah, I think so, Aquaman is probably her biggest movie to date.
0: Yeah. yeah. So all that, putting all of this in, in this into perspective, I think it's going to be more harmful for her than for him because he regained popularity out of his trial and she did, but for all the wrong reasons. So, And she never really had that much of a huge career to speak of. Johnny Depp still has, I guess, a few things to do. He can still pull a few... He can still pull a few contracts, I guess. But he, again, it's pure speculation. I don't want to say that I'm I'm 100 for Johnny Depp. I know he's he's done bad things, but I'm just I don't know. He she, she does she's not in a good position right now. So I'm, I'm I would be curious to see how her career goes. But I'm at this point, I think they're both I would say I'm probably screwed. <laughs> well, we can say that they're both screwed, yeah. possibly. Um, but it, again, it, in I mean, some way, just, shape, or form. Uh,
1: I think it'll be a lot harder for both of them to find work. And no, I think for I mean, both of them, um, the work that they do get, like, I don't think Johnny Depp's going to lead a blockbuster ever again. I think he's going to have to probably do character drama.
0: Yeah, you know what? Uh, we agree on this. I think, yes. I think that his blockbuster days are over. But again, I, I remain, maybe. N- <laughs> like from a naive perspective maybe i i remain optimistic that he can maybe if he really wants to like pull off to persuade disney for pirate six but i again maybe that's huge huge step maybe not but i remain optimistic we'll see (laughs) we will see um Uh, but you wanted to talk about
1: the the rum diary quickly because i know you're working on a a review of that movie (laughs)
0: Yeah, so yeah, because it, it it actually got me thinking about like okay, which what is the movie that actually brought Amber Heard and Johnny Depp together, and it's it's a movie that actually not many people know of. It's a movie. It's 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 a really it went incredibly under the radar like ten ten years ago. Um, so it's yeah, The Rum Diary. Who's I remember the I don't remember the name of the director, but it's based on a Hunter S. Thompson book. Yeah. A uh, journalist, um, an author um, from the sixties, yeah, Gonzo journalist, and <laughs> exactly. And I remember really liking this movie too, surprisingly, because I've seen it in theaters. I think I I was maybe the only soul in the projection <laughs> room, like in the, in the in the room, nobody else was going to see like Rum Diary. Um, but it has that like that James Bond nineteen sixties to it, but with like through like. With the eyes of the or, or, uh, and the experiences of a journalist, and not like a, a secret agent, and just like of how much a, a man can consume alcohol <laughs> before he can actually like cease to it's function. it was Bond meets Fear and the Loathing in
1: Las Vegas.
0: I would say, yeah, yeah, pretty much, and it wasn't that bad. It's not. A, it's not a classic. It's not a. It's not yeah, like I a. I remember being like a, a three three masterpiece, star movie, like three on five. Yeah, three or three and a half for me, but it's still. There's some ex- exoticism, like 1960s exoticism, that's really sexy in this film that I really enjoyed. Um, and Johnny Depp is really good in that film, to be honest. And the way he meets Amber Heard, it's really, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of suave. I like it. It's kind of cool. Um, and yeah, the characters are really flashy. It's it's kind of good film. So if you can find it, I don't know where it is, to be honest. I don't know if it's on a streaming service. I'm not even sure um, if you can rent it on iTunes. You can find it there. Watch it, see what you yeah, think. Our cards also um, too,
1: right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's 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 not a bad it's not a bad film. It's actually like on a, I would say what what a quiet Wednesday evening <laughs> maybe. Watch that film. So a quiet Wednesday <laughs> but, uh, evening. You're not watching Halo. You're watching the Rum Diaries. <laughs> uh, the Rum Diary, exactly. But I'll do a review on. The, I'll do an, um, a re exploration. I think that's the word I want to use. A Piece on. Um, on Room Diary on a few in a few days on Screen Hub uh presenting the film and seeing like where they actually met in uh, 2010 2011
1: 2011
0: I, I think, think the movie came out in 11 um,
1: so they must have met in 10
0: Yeah so 2010 um and see so what you think we'll see but uh yeah that's I'll be, still uh, an interesting fight in uh, that. All right man for sure so uh wait a few days wait a few days be I'll soon. be there and I'll have the <laughs> uh,
1: the Moon Knight finale review up this week as well
0: it's already the finale. Yeah, yeah six, six episodes. episodes that's yeah. it. They got a lot to. Jesus uh, Christ! They got a lot to wrap up in one episode. <laughs> wow! Because I'm still one episode short. I need to watch the the the, the fifth one. But uh, Jesus, already! Yeah. My God, it's been so quickly. Uh, it's been so quick. All right, um, Moon Knight. I need to recap this. Um, it's been an hour, man. So uh, we discussed a lot. I think we really—it was packed. I—I I didn't catch my breath once. <laughs> yeah. and I need to go <laughs> have some water <laughs>
1: because my mouth is parched right now after the Bailey's.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But it, it was an original pick. I'll try to beat you next time with something you know, like even more so original. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll need to think hard on it. Um, all right, man. It was a pleasure as always. Next time around, we discuss, I guess, yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, we might have a guest um,
1: next episode as well. I need to confirm with uh, our potential guest the time's and place because yeah, he's in the UK. So we need to work that out. But we might have a guest on to talk about Doctor Strange.
0: Yeah, that would be great. That would be so cool. I think it's a great idea. Uh, top of the morning, mate. <laughs> I've <I'll, I'll> been... <laughs> we'll uh, we'll discuss with our uk friend um and yeah dr strange for sure is our next pick and uh, yeah stay tuned also for top gun and for obi-wan at the end of the month and all the uh, all the, the fun
1: conversations that you have listening to us
0: <laughs> for sure so on that note keep drinking have fun st- uh, enjoy the sunshine care, guys talk soon enjoy the sunshine yeah. take care guys bye